Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the manga podcast where every week we read every chapter of Shonen Jump on Viz's website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Chainsaw Man, Volume 1. Mm-hmm. Before we get to that, though, we have Shonen Jump, though. What did you think of Shonen Jump this week, Kevin? I liked quite a lot of Shonen Jump, so overall, decent week. I thought it was a genuinely phenomenal week for Shonen okay. Jump. Like, maybe the best single issue of Jump we've ever read. Even the stuff I did not like, or like, even the bottom of my list was something I liked parts of. Okay. And even the idea of. I was annoyed at the very bottom of my list, but I would agree with almost everything else. So we'll start with One Piece, Chapter 1056, Six Vegapunks, which is some pretty peak One Piece. Yep. Did we know Caribou was on their ship? Yes. Did we know they knew that Caribou was on their ship? Yeah, I okay. remember I remember him, like, he was, uh, he asked for a passage out of Wano, like, I'm, specifically. I do remember that back in prison. Yeah. Uh, I just don't remember him getting on. But it makes sense. I do love Zoro being like, yeah, get off. <laughs> but you said you would take... I know the agreement was to take me off Wano, but this is a government island. Sucks to be you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's lots of good stuff. I love Nami being go- going, just because you're a child does mean I'll go easy on you. <laughs> I liked that. And then uh, I just really liked when Usopp's being silly. She's like, future kick. And just <laughs> like the idea. It, you know, it's like the... Austin Powers, like, judo chop. Like, there, there isn't a chop in judo. I just love the you know, future kick. Because she's wearing the outfit. I also love Vegapunk. Like, oh man, he's a laser. My robots aren't ready for laser tests. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did, I did like that. And I, like, I like that they were putting them through a test. And even if it is Jinbei Sanji going like, nope, not unacceptable. And Robin also getting it on that like, nope, this is absolutely like you know. Robin did a thing. Yeah, when Robin. Was that ta- last time that happened, she had a fight in one. I, I know think she did a thing. She no, she had the cool thing with Jinbei where she threw Big Mom out of the tower. Remember? That's true. She did do that. I was like, that was awesome. She did Squirrel Girl, Big Mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we get some more insight into the Seraphim. I think Seraphs, Seraphs or Seraphim. I can't remember what they. So this looks. This clone seems to be. It seems to be like a clone robot of Jinbei. So the one that we saw earlier that looked like a young version of Boa Hancock probably is exactly that, a young version of Boa Hancock. Yeah, so they probably have all of the uh, warlords, you're thinking? I'm thinking they uh, might have all of the warlords or just some of them, but... We gotta get young Crocodile and his old Crocodile gonna have to show up and <laughs> school his ass, because I want that pretty bad. That would be great. I mean, I we, just we know Crocodile like... and Mihawk are teamed up currently, so, oh man, are they gonna have to Justice League it where Mihawk fights young Crocodile and <laughs> Crocodile fights young Mihawk. <laughs> yes, that would be great. I also just would love Crocodile showing up being like, I hate that part of my life. You are going to be absolutely obliterated. Like, I do not need reminders of myself as a young young man. I also love you stop being like, man, am I Vegapunk? <laughs> and Frankie like, no! <laughs> well, because to be fair to Usopp, everyone they meet is Vegapunk in yeah. this island. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, am, am I Vegapunk? <laughs> yeah, all the humor in this chapter really hits. Uh, very, very solid. And I, then I actually really like the ending. Yeah, I was going to say, and then the cliffhanger, also very good. Yep. With maybe we're going to find out some stuff about the One Piece past. Yep. Probably not. Robin will probably look at stuff, you have stuff and go, hmm, and then we'll move on. But, yeah, but I mean, we'll still, we'll probably get into it maybe a little bit, but I like that. I like the, you know, well, what do you see here? This is the land of the future. No, this is the land of the past. Yeah. 
you know these these giant uh, space squids called Reapers showed up and destroyed the last See, <laughs> civilization. I was, I was thinking a Breath of the Wild thing, but yep, same but vibe. Same vibe. Uh, I was thinking uh, at first. I was thinking Atlantis, like uh, advanced civilization that ended up destroying itself. Although, given all the hush hush on the past in One Piece, it may not have destroyed itself. We'll find out. Hopefully. Well, I that's kind of what was giving me the Atlantis vibe is like I imagine it was one nation, not the entire civilization. So it was like, yeah, this one island got super fancy and then destroyed itself, and everyone was like, nope, never letting that happen again. Anything else you want to say on One Piece, Kevin? Nope, I think I got all that. That brings us to My Hero Academia number three hundred seventy-two, naked. Hitchcock Birds is a good name for it. Hitchcock Birds is a good name for an attack, but I care. Like I was into last chapter, and then this chapter, I was like, I don't care anymore. I I really like the like ending, like the voice battle that's going to happen. Like that setup is interesting. It parallels the Gigantamachia stuff we had earlier. Yeah, and like I'm not super fond of this Kakashi friendship arc they've given Mike, yeah, uh, Eraser and Teleport Guy, who's yeah. But like, this is set up, and so I appreciate that. Oh, that's fair. I just, I, I was really, I just really didn't care. I was like, all right, yeah, and oh, we're still doing this, okay. <laughs> and then like, I kind of didn't. So like, you, you mentioned the setup for the voice battle is kind of cool, but like, what, what happened to Tentacle and Anima? Like, I, I assume we'll come back to that. I'm assuming we'll come back to that, but they were specifically fighting. Well, Spitter, Spitter held L and R, Kevin, and then he ran away. But like that that's what it seems like. It's like, oh, and then he just he you know made it to the facility even though he was losing and isn't fast. He's strong, but okay. Well, I thought the implication was all, all for one gave him a bunch of quirks. Okay. Um maybe that's the case. But maybe that's not the case. That's the implication I got. I, that could be that could be what it is, but again, I was just kinda like, all right, whatever. <laughs> That'll take us to Hunter Hunter number three ninety three, plea. Which is also a pretty rad chapter. Yeah. This is this uh, Spiders fanboy being, hey, Ahsoka, could you just like chill and watch the movies for a bit while we do a thing? Like, I don't want to stop you. I actually want to see you fight the spiders. I bet that'll be rad. And Ahsoka's like, ah, who are you reading for? He's like, sorry, I'm a Spiders fan. And Ahsoka's like, you have passed my test by being honest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to a I, murder clown. <laughs> I, do, I did like that because uh, then the, the other guy was also a Spiders fan. He's like, I want everybody's autograph. And then, you know, they just murdered him for it. Or because he was being a douche. But I do love that he's like, listen, I really, this was kind of like the underling me. Like, so like my bosses really don't like really want this thing to happen. Could you just not interfere? Like, I can't do jack shit against you. And I understand that. But like, I can ask, would you maybe not fight these guys? Just all I'm, don't fight those guys. All I'm saying. Well, it's not even don't fight those guys. Like, don't fight those guys for a couple of minutes. Like, yeah. you watch a few more movies first. Yeah, I got you a first class room, and get, we got you some. You know, we get caught up in your anime. <laughs> there's, that, there's that new Lord of the Rings show I hear is okay. Eh, I keep getting mixed messages about that. Yeah, that's why I said okay. Yep. And not. Yeah, I really like that. There's also the guy I don't think we've seen before who like just smiles at the other thing. He's like, hey, could you not? I hear everyone you smile at dies. He's just like, everyone dies eventually. He was in the last chapter, but like, I think we've just been barely introduced to him. And I also like the ending, like the like locked room, like, hmm, so the guy we send in here disappeared. Well, the knife I threw through is fine. And the yep. guy inside me like, I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> just over and over again. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it's crazy Hunter Hunter and Powers. It's like, is the guy actually, like, is the guy making it so that anybody who enters the room disappears? Or is, like, there's something fucking weird with the room going on? <laughs> yeah. Where, like, the room has gained Nen Powers and is eating people. Is he a mimic? Yep. <laughs> Tangent, I've been reading some D&D books. Have you read Fizzbang's Guide to Dragons? Uh, not the whole thing. Oh, it's got a monster that's a mimic that's a dragon's entire horde. Nice. <laughs> I do remember reading about the the dragon horde mimic. Anything else you want to say on Hunter Hunter, Kevin? Nope. Next up, we have Akanabanishi Story Thirty Seven Rokugo Quest because we all love Dragon Quest so much, and we had to do a Doctor Stone thing. I mean, I I appreciated that. I didn't hate it. The flowchart was like a little messier than I want a flowchart in my a comics bit, to be. Yeah. But yeah, I liked it. I it's a little lame. We just cut to her not having performed, but I get it. It does serve the story. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of like the whole beat of the last chapter was like, well, I, I literally have nothing. Yeah. I just, this is like a non-climax and that's un- like, I would have yeah. then liked to have seen the other guy maybe build on his character, make us care about him a bit more. Not that I don't. I actually mm-hmm. like what they've used him for so far, but yeah, totally fair. You could have taken that opportunity and it just, just felt kind of awkward to me mm-hmm. and it's very beat-ish, but I didn't dislike it. Anything else you want to say on it? That takes us to Elusive Samurai Kaisen 1335. There's a horse riding a horse in this chapter, Kevin. Yep. I feel like we've seen that before in Elusive, in Elusive Samurai. I don't think we actually have. Maybe we just saw that guy. I think we saw that guy when they were introducing the villains. I think we saw the guy in the horse mask. I don't think he was riding. A, well, he was probably riding a horse at the time, but he wasn't doing the weird, like, I'm using my own legs to pump its heart more. He was not a Zelda boss at the time. No. Well, I, he's doing uh, he's doing gear second <laughs> yeah. on, on well, his horse. Which is maybe the best transformation in all of anime. Yeah. But. But no, that, I really like that and, you know, a couple of people showing up and there's some interesting stuff going on. But this is kind of, like, I liked it, but this is just kind of like the, here's the next conflict. Yeah. I did like the girls interacting, though. Yeah. Quite a bit. That was pretty cute and good. I'm a, a little surprised how fast we went into the next conflict, but I guess has that history book feel. Yeah. Of a battle happened and then a battle happened. Yeah. And then, you'll never believe it, but a battle, battle happened. happened. Yep. Then there was an assassination <laughs> and then a battle happened. Yep. Anything else you want to say on Elusive Samurai? Nope. That'll take us to Sakamoto Days, Days 94, Twisted, which I also thought was pretty cool. Yeah, I liked it. I liked a lot of the combat in that. and Yeah, I like their plan yeah. of him just tell, thinking, at, okay, I'm just pretending to be hypnotized. I'm going to ask him where my brother is. You're going to read his mind because yep. he'll think of it. And then as soon as you got it, we will. Yep, we will turn around and stab the guy. But then he turns it around and gets the the other guy that they're with to see everyone as his dad, the person he wants to kill the most in the world. Yeah. And I was like, all right, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Good chapter. As Sakamoto days has been pretty good. This arc mm-hmm. takes us on the Mashal magic and muscles. Chapter 91, the light visionary and the eldest son, which is just some shonen fighting, but I, yep. I appreciated it more than I have recently. I guess I just like the like effortlessness yeah. that this guy has, even though it's like, he's like effortlessly hitting in one damage attacks. Yeah. Is what it seems like. But still, it's all right. Gear Second and Bankai and Ichigo's Bankai are my favorite anime transformations. So I like the fast, quick, ineffective hits against the big dude, who's now up to 70% Tagoro. Yes. If he just turns full into younger Tagoro at 100%, I'll I'll give this a pass. (laughs) Grows the little... uh, Like shoulder things. Was it 120 where they like start belching steam, or is it 100? I don't remember now. I think it's 120, which is also a dubism. Gotcha. 
Oh no, no, it's not a dubism. The dub is a, the dub was like, oh no, I was lying. I was not actually hundred percent. hundred and twenty is not a thing. It is the original where it's like a hundred and twenty percent. Yeah. And you it's like, you do not seem like that short of shonen enemy. This is not one piece. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about Mashal? Nope. Last but not least, we have Blue Box number seventy six. Didn't mean to say. What did you think of Blue Box this week, Kevin? I really liked Blue Box this week. I really liked uh, Manager Girl maneuvering uh, Wing Manon. Yeah, Wing Manon and Hina. Yep. <laughs> the Hina doesn't even realize it until halfway through. Like, uh, wait she a doesn't, I like, she doesn't realize it until she's in the shed with him, and then she's like, wait a minute. <laughs> but that was good, and then I like Taiki. You know, she's like, uh, this again was like mostly her perspective. She's like, oh, I want to touch his hand. No, I don't want to do that. You know, I, I'm I'm struggling with this, and him being like, I can't go out with you was just, you know, big bomb dropped because it's like, hey, well, we can see the bond from, from here. It actually looks pretty cool. Maybe we could just stay up here the whole time. Yeah. This is like a date. And he's like, no, I cannot do a date. Yes. So we'll see where that leads. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on Blue Box, Kevin? Nope. That will take us into Jump Card then. Jump card is a segment where we rank everything in Shonen Jump, not just what we talk about every week. 18 chapters this week. What annoyed you the most, Kevin? Me and Robico. I also have me and Robico at the bottom, but I kind of wish me and Robico would do more stuff like this. I really liked how it dropped us in no context. That leads to the really awkward bit where they explain it at the end. Yeah. But I appreciated that. The Yamu Spofovich joke is like the sort of Shonen Jump reference I want. Mm-hmm. And it's not completely called out. It's a little called out. But like, I feel like you have to know what that reference is to get it. And they mm-hmm. don't spell it out for you. Yeah. The Monica joke in context, I thought, was funny. And yeah. also the stepsisters being like, oh, man, we're so sorry. Yeah. Being classic. I don't know. I thought it all kind of worked. Fair. What do you have at 17? Uh, 17 is where I put high school family. Same. You know, all right, cool. So guy, like, we're getting a, you know, the love triangle thing happening. And I love that it was like, you know, Gomez broke into the girl's room. Oh, he's a cat. <laughs> no, he's a male cat. <laughs> He's going to, you know, all the boys are pissed that, you know, Gomez is hanging out within, hanging out in the girls' room. And so he's like off to go deal with that. He's like, I can't believe I have to go get my cat from the girls' room. Sees a guy confessing to a girl. He's like, oh, I right, shit, I'm on, I'm on a class trip. This is the perfect time for a confession. And he's like trying to work himself up. And then he's out with the girl that he likes while the like vice president is trying to find him. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it all. Mm. It was just a really good week of Shannon jumps. Yep. So what do you have at 16? 16 is where I put Mashal. Okay. Um, yeah, it's fine standard shonen stuff for me. So I put Mission Yuzakura family at sixteen for similar reasons, but like there's a bunch of stuff that's like fine show like oh, slightly above fine shonen stuff mm-hmm. in my opinion. But like at the end I just really wasn't clear on what happened and I went through it a few times. And so that's why Mission Yuzakura like went on the bottom of that pile. It went a bit higher for me because I, I really liked I kinda had the feeling that so Shion was using Nano to like get a little bit more read on Futaba, and then you know it was like, "Ha, I've I've beaten you." 
It was like, well, that was the plan all along, kind of. Yeah, but I want to know how she beat her. I'm like, maybe th- that's well, what we're going to find out next week. But... It, yeah, it's it's not that she's beaten her. It's that, like, all right, I'm finally ready to attack yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, I feel like, to me, the ending was, what a twist. And I'm like, what twist? <laughs> no, I, I, I'm fine with that. I would like yep. to know what the twist is, though. Yep. Uh, what do you have at 15? 15 is where I put Black Clover. So the angels <laughs> showed up has show have shown up but i do love that yami's brother right I, not literally his brother the, the shogun oh yeah that's right the shogun the, shogun the girl shows is up literally to, his sister yeah but. that's right the shogun shows up to stop the fight of like that was going to be bad <laughs> you, you you train too hard <laughs> yep you know it's that thinking of hunter hunter it's that thing <laughs> in hunter hunter where morel is like uh, all right gone i don't believe that you can come with us on this mission I think you're too soft, so come at me with come at me with killing intent, and then he does it, and Morel's like, "Oh, holy <laughs> shit! This is very fucking bad. I cannot take an enforcer's punch straight to the gut." But then Killer walk up and be like, "That that's enough now." <laughs> like this had not the same vibes, but that someone else watching from the outside, I'm like, "Okay, that's a little too much killing intent." It's weird that you brought up Moral. I was reading on him on the Hunter Hunter wiki, trying to mm-hmm. remember characters on Hunter Honey Hunter literally earlier today. Nice. I have Mashal at 15. Okay. Pretty much have everything we said on it. What do you got at 14? 14 is where I put my hero. Like I said, I was just kind of like, I was really into it last week. And then I think it really was the fact that just the spinner just got away off screen essentially i'm like well that's kind of lame i feel like he punched a hole in the hospital but. i mean maybe but like i i didn't notice that if that's no, what that's, happened that's fair i i don't notice stuff all the time so that's fair i have black clover at 14 okay so. match on black clover in the same position as you basically fair. just yep mission years occurs at a different spot what do you have at 13 13 is where i put witch watch this is kind of interesting that it's i'm an ogre warlock i was like that's weird but all right multi-classing for the win <laughs> I get Tokyo Demon Bride story at 13. Okay. It's got moved to the back of the book, which I think bodes ill for it, which is too bad because I like I like it as a contrast to everything else. Yeah. I do have more of the, oh, just another girl problem, mm-hmm. but I did like the chapter. Like, I like this girl's vibe. I, I really like this girl's vibe, so it went very high for me. I'll talk about it more when it's when I get to it. What do you got at 12? 12 is where I put Mission Yozakura. So like I said, I, I liked it just a little bit more than you did. Yeah, I feel like... This was my shonen block, and mm-hmm. it went to the bottom for me and the top for you. Gotcha. Uh, 12 is where I put the peas. Okay. Good chapter of the peas, I thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, interrogating the villain's motivations, kind of. Yeah. It was just the thing of, like I said, I thought Shonen Jump was really good this week. So even yep. a good chapter of the peas gets pushed down pretty Yeah, it's, low. it's my number 11, so I, w- I would completely agree with that. Uh, 11 is where I put my hero. Okay. I think just because I care more about the present Mike conflict, and I like the way... It's like President Mike's powers are important to the conflict, yeah. or at least thematically resonant with it. Yeah, yeah. No, like I, it, it's good. What do you have at 10? 10 is where I put Jujutsu Kaisen. There's some cool stuff going on, but a pretty good week of Shonen Jump, so it's just kind of in the middle of the pack. It was like, all right, cool, yeah. It made me re- remember that. I was like, oh, yeah, the older brother thinks that Yuji is one of his younger brothers when he's not. Like The, so- the way he's talking, though, it feels like the villain also is agreeing that, yes, Yuji is your younger brother, which makes me wonder if there's something to it. Yeah. Because we I- don't know what Yuji's parents is. Yeah, so I don't know, you know, is it that's that's literally what happened, or is it some weird cosmic thing of, like, everyone <laughs> thinks that Yuji... <laughs> everyone thinks they're related to Yuji. No, I would like more along the lines of like something weird happened and now everyone thinks that Yuji is related to the three brothers. Gotcha. It, 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 it's a jutsu. 
Yeah, kind of like you know, like somebody got a hundred on their bluff check, and the the universe yeah. rewrote itself to make your lie true. Well, I was more thinking some sort of hidden technique, but ten is where I have witch watch. Okay, I also like the warlock thing. I like the like message written in blood. Mm-hmm. I like them showing up. I thought it was all pretty good. Yeah, what do you got at number nine? Nine is where I put Ginka and Gluna. I do kind of like the we get a little bit more into the the magic and like this magic specifically is like saying magical words to make stuff happen which is kind of interesting so like i definitely love that uh ginkgo shows up at the end there and is like mild intoxication and they think they're at like a candlelit dinner and they're just like ah w- wait what <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's pretty good i got a kind of on a sheet nine okay like i said i just thought it was a beat it let me feeling sort of awkward mm-hmm, mm-hmm. up would have gotten very high another week still i think yeah but not this week what do you have in number eight that's where i have a kind of on a sheet so i i agree with you it's an interesting beat. I do like the ending of like, you know, all right, aren't you going to be late for your classes? Ah, shit. And like, we see the, one of the guys we've met before. I don't remember exactly who it is, is like walking up to the master as she's walking out. So I'm thinking either there will be something there or that was just a weird little side thing of like, Hey, he's one of my students as well. And he's like, Hey, I'm, you know, here to talk to you. I have Jujutsu Kaisen a date. I like okay. the Yuji brother stuff, like the weird implications of it. Like I am starting to wonder, like, is there something to this? Yeah. Um, or like we speculated, is it some sort of technique that someone has used to yep. hide Yuji's true goal? I also like the villain be like, oh no, like Yuji's important, but he's not like important. Like yep. he, him being on the board is important to me, but like, I don't need to do anything with him. Yeah. Well, and I also kind of, it was also along the lines of like, no, no, no. Yuji is not important. What Yuji is, is important. And, someone else can fill that role maybe so like he's not the king he's the queen like yeah. he's he's very important but i can stand to sacrifice him if need be i just gotta get a pawn to the other yep. side of the board it's gonna be a pain in the ass what do you have at seven seven is where i put sakamoto days some pretty good stuff some interesting fight stuff but not a whole lot of the powerful emotions that some of the stuff above this had yeah i got ginka and gluna at seven okay i really like the candlelit dinner yeah bit. yeah like uh you said i am a little concerned that this seems to be the guy who killed glinka i can't think of his, which i don't his. i don't think it is i think he's one of ginka's old students maybe but like and then he's like hey let me kill you again i think it was fight you i what did he say kill you again? i think he did maybe okay. i'm wrong i uh, thought it was let me fight you again and we know he's the strongest wizard in the guild yeah which makes me worry about this running into power creep problems there are ways to solve this Jujutsu Kaisen comments on it a lot the like shonen trope of like at the very beginning we we see the guy who's above A rank but this world at least has like a monstrous D&D vibe where even if he's the best wizard there can be lots of other non-human threats yeah or also specifically the best one in the guild and maybe there's an evil guild with better wizards i know what you mean i i I was leaning to the fact of there's a bunch of people who get to the top and like we're gonna leave now why you don't have anything for me anymore i need to go i need to go build a tower off on a mountain and study magic for 20 years there's a genkai and a master and all that sort of stuff that's also a way to go just sort of had some reservations there but i do like the chapter what do you have at number six? Six is where I put the elusive samurai. Even though talking about it just being a beat, I really like the, you know, horse guy just like, oh no, he's after the young lord, and then he just like zips past. He's like, nope, he's just murdering anyone <laughs> in his way. He's just Lu Boo. Yep. <laughs> I got Hunter Hunter at six. Okay. I really like the movie theater talk stuff, but like, I want to be grounded in Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. I want to know who I'm supposed to be rooting for because right now I think it's Hisoka, and that seems wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that uh, I still haven't gotten caught up, uh, so like I can I completely understand. But 
I don't mind rooting for Hisoka. I mean, if uh, I don't either. It just feels wrong. It feels like it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. I mean, currently, Leorio and Karapika are doing stuff. It's not like the last time Hunter Hunter came back, and every week I was like, Kevin, I don't know anything that's going on in this <laughs> chapter. It's, it's above that. Yeah. But I would like a little more grounding. That's fair. What do you get at five? Five is where I put Undead and Unluck. I really like that, you know, she goes to Nico and she's like, all right, I'm going to need your science brain. And him being like, yep, yeah, some crazy doomsayer that like, oh, you reincarnated. And she like just somehow like breaks through the door. And he's just like, what? 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 <laughs> I really liked it as well. It went slightly higher for me. Mm-hmm. I felt like the emotions were a little too on the page. Okay. Like they were a little too spelled out. You should have left more time for the reader to process them and Fair. put them in themselves. But I'm really liking the time loop thing. And I really like her. Okay, this is our plan. And obviously we need, we need the first person we killed on the team. Because like I said last week, yep. that's something that often gets overlooked. And it's something Undead and Luck has done a good job of. Yeah. Preserving that that character is, was important in the backstory and therefore is important. Yeah. And so seeing like get her getting to be a character now in this loop, hopefully, is exciting to me. Yeah. Which is all to say I have sock about it. at five. Fair. Good fight. Good twist. What do you got at four? Four is where I put Tokyo Demon Bride. I just, I like this new character that's just battle crazy. And I just like that she's, you know, all right, I'll challenge you to an eating contest. Oh, well, I mean, I was actually supposed to like capture you both and take you back to the, the other world. But uh, actually, I'm going to need your seed. <laughs> and him, well, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Might have to be like, this is unacceptable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so now we're going to fight for real? <laughs> and, and just being like, is this really happening to me right now? <laughs> uh, four is where I put Undead and Luck. Okay. What do you got at number three? Number three is where I put Hunter Hunter. It's just, you know, fun to be back in Hunter Hunter. And I now remember that, like, there's a bunch of other people that, like, they've act- somehow entered a game that's allowing them to gain levels, which uh, allows them to unlock Nen abilities. So, like, idiot. No, like, Basically, like idiots, everyone's, I want to be, like, emitters are the best. Like, they can, like... I want to be an evoker wizard, because I haven't actually read any optimization guides. Yeah, I was like, I want to be an evoker wizard, because I heard fireball is good. I was like, yeah, but, like, evoker fireballs are not that much better than anyone else's fireballs. But just, you know, like, I want to be an emitter, then I can make a gun. (laughs) Seriously? Could the gun shoot pigeons that are Uh, also uh, handcuffs? Yeah, could you destroy pigeons? What are you talking about? (laughs) You don't understand. You're on Hunter Hunter. (laughs) But I just, you know, it's if random people were given Nen abilities and not given the, like, you know, Karapika had the the guy who was kind of, like, explaining how things work and even Gon and Killua both had the sensei who was teaching them of, like, no, I mean... There's there's something you're suited to, but even then you get some you get to kind of make up your own ideas, and it's idiots that try and like force them. It's the the one guy Hisoka fought in the tower that could like clone himself. Like I really loved that idea of like memory overload, where Hisoka's like, you know, you see me powerful, right? I have one move essentially. I have I have my uh, bungee gum. Aura, and that's like the only trick I have, but it's so versatile and so me, I can do so much with it. Versus you spend all your time trying to learn how to make a clone of yourself, which is like an evoker class or like a the summoner, whatever, mixed Conjurer. with an emitter. Conjurer's D and D. Maybe it's also Hunter Hunter. It, I don't remember all of the classes now, but it was like you like uh, you were trying to like yes, they were tangentially related, but you know it didn't quite work. And you just blew yourself out versus like guns to junk in, which is 
so funny had the naming scheme for that but he's like yeah he comes up with you know rock is just i punch the thing but then i've got scissors for cutting and then i've got paper i forget what paper does i don't think he's used paper yet maybe i'm wrong he might not have i don't remember but i do remember his scissors like is an emitter technique because it's like the uh you know there's like the circle and it was like enforcers are like close to emitters and i don't remember what the other one was but like the idea is like oh i can use emitter techniques just not as effectively and as as an emitter, but that doesn't mean that I should also just ignore it. Yeah, Hunter Hunter's good. You won't yeah. get an argument from me. Sorry. I I got a list of samurai at three. Lu okay. showed up, and then there was a zombie. Yep. What else could you want from a manga, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got at number two? Two is where I put Blue Box. Two is where I put One Piece, Kevin. Wow. <laughs> okay, it was really good, but I, I'm I'm in it for the shipping, Kevin. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> there it's- was zero <laughs> shipping in this week's One Piece. Let me do the math on that. Zero shipping. <laughs> that is fair. So I guess I guess there was shipping. There was shipping and then a shutdown in, in Blue Box. Uh, yeah, that's, that's still shipping. Yeah. But no, I just, I really loved the, so I, I like Blue Box, but for me, One Piece, the the ending with like, uh, you know, yeah, we're, I found Atlantis and Atlantis had robots, like way more advanced than we were now. So don't get me wrong. One, this is like the best chapter of One Piece we've had in like. A long, a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, like probably better than anything I can think of in Wano. There's probably one, cha- one or two chapters in there that were better. Um, mm-hmm. that I'm not that aren't coming to mind right now. But it was really, really strong. But Blue Box one, we got manager and cold guy shipping at the beginning. Yep. And then them being locked together. I love uh, rhythmic gymnastic girl just being like, "Oh, oh I'm an idiot. This yep. is a, this is a ploy." Yep. And I really like the cliffhanger at the end. Totally fair. Speaking of stuff we like, I think, we read Chainsaw Man Volume 1 this week, and we will be back to talk about that after the break. So is this the first time we've revisited something we read during Shonen Jump? I, it feels like it was to me, but it also I, feels like it can't possibly have been. I believe so. Specifically, this is the first time we're reading something that we read. Started. We covered on the podcast. Is what yes. I'm, what well, I'm we covered the start of. There's several yeah. things that we've read the volume ones of, you know, like Jujutsu Black Clover, Kaisen, Jujutsu Kaisen, yeah. all that kind of stuff, where it was like we were part of the, you know, obviously One Piece and My Hero and stuff. But I think Chainsaw Man is the first one that we have touched. We've talked about every chapter that's in this volume before. Yes, we've talked about every chapter that's in this volume and all of the, like, I guess that was it. So we've, we read these, uh, we talked about and read these a week at a time. Yeah. And I think this is the only one we've done that with. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So how was the experience of going back to Chainsaw Man, Kevin? Pretty good. I still remembered some of the, you know, it reminded me of some of the initial crude humor like this volume wasn't too bad with it but it just reminded me of like it starts like grating on you every now and again denji and power are both incredibly base and they don't have a good uh bounce off for them i wonder how that's going to come across in the anime are you watching the anime i am not okay uh, just because i'm not i'm currently i i'm not watching anime yeah because i want to watch it subbed and i i'm usually doing something else so i'm i'm watching something like side eye yeah I, i understand Anime has just gone over this, so it was extra fresh in my head, too. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They cut chapter two out of the anime, which was 
interesting. Like pacing wise, huh. it works, but like going back to it here, I I had forgotten about the muscle demon and that little bit. They don't yep. cut it out completely. They just gotcha. cut out that what is the conflict in. Gotcha. It, he just goes to the shop and just like falls into her. I was like, sorry, I must have lost lost a lot of blood when I killed a bunch of zombies with chainsaws. Yep. How have the how have the fights been? Like, how was the zombie fight? It's weird. How did was rereading? Before I answer that, I will uh, because I wanted to gotcha. touch on it. How was rereading the fights? Strangely I better. Like, yes, I, re- I completely agree. And is that because we know it's going to happen? And we're paying more attention to bits and not the story, or is it just easier on a reread? Or have we gotten better at reading manga? Because I also wondered if watching the anime was part of what did that. Yeah, so I've I've not done that. So I understood the fight a bit better. So I do wonder, is it, well, because I saw a bunch of Chainsaw Man fights, I can read them better. Was this a, uh, when the volume came out, they cleaned up the art a little bit? And comics people really like the art in Chainsaw Man. And like I said, I'm a, despite being a huge comics fan, I'm very bad at reading comics mm-hmm. is something I say a lot. But people really like this artist and the way he draws stuff, which makes me wonder if it's just that we've gotten better at reading comics and particularly his comics. And so we're following it better. Well, I always liked most everything. It just I, there was a like I would but, always but say. But our consistent a... thing was this is going to be way better in the anime when yeah. we can follow the fights. Yeah, because it was it, a lot of it was, and I I think there might have been a redraw with the the fight because I remember one of the panels was like just almost all black blood, and you could barely tell what was going on. And then this one, I was like, I mean, there's blood everywhere, but like I can see zombie bits, and I can see Denji's head with the chainsaw like poking out of a guy. So like I can see what's going on here. So was it? Is it I'm just, I oh, I know what I'm looking for and I can read it better? Or, or even is it we're just reading this and so there's no need to go on to the next thing? Yeah. Because I don't know. Because I also thought it read much better. Mm-hmm. I completely agree with you. That's why I brought up the point. Yeah. To answer you about the anime, I noticed a bunch of weird stuff rereading the manga. Mm-hmm. One is, one thing I didn't notice because Chainsaw Man is, for a modern anime, very bloody. Yeah. Not nearly as violent as the manga, though. Okay. Which makes it a lot clearer. Like, and I didn't notice it all because for like a modern anime, it's still got a bunch of blood and stuff, mm-hmm. but just not nearly to the level as what's drawn on the manga. Yeah. I also, they will frequently CGI Chainsaw Man, and I'm not a fan of that. Okay. And I don't really like the blur effect they put on the chainsaws on his arms. I get what they're going for, and I think that's a personal taste thing. Okay. But they look more like they're vibrating than spinning. Spinning. Okay. Although it does look really cool because you can like still see his arms through them, and I think that's the reason they gotcha. chose to do it that way. It's just not my favorite. It's I've enjoyed it so far. Okay. There's only I guess there have been two fights in the anime I've seen so far. I'm a couple episodes behind mm-hmm. the, the zombie fight and then his fight with the bat devil. But if yep. you don't remember how that ends, it's him throwing a car at the dude. So yep. not a lot of chainsaw combat. So yeah, still liking it. There's no hint of the Super cool. Like, I remember we'd have chapters like the the Halloween. I yeah. guess it's the cosmic devil is actually what she was. But but she makes it so all you can think about is Halloween. Halloween. But yeah, uh. like stuff like, you know, <laughs> the like, gun devil, the darkness devil. Yeah, just a bunch of a bunch of like really cool ideas. Just popping all the out stuff of I can't wait to show up in the anime. Yeah. yeah. Although, like, there are, I feel like, hints of it here, because we have Makima's speech about, like, uh, you know, the coffee devil wouldn't be very deadly, but the car devil might, and the fucking chainsaw devil sounds pretty rad. Yeah, I I, I remember at first uh, thinking of, like, why would people be, like, I had the, why would people be scared of, oh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, <laughs> duh. Like, you know. Also, have you used a chainsaw? Yeah. I, I don't know, maybe I'm just intimidated by them. I've also used a chainsaw. 
and I I have a lot of respect for the object. I mean, that's I'm fair. It. I, that's fair, but that's not that's In not a fear sa- thing. Like, like, I feel like the same thing would be said about cars, though, right? Yeah. Like when I'm driving a car, I'm not scared of it, but yeah, I can see, I, it, I I can see it, but like I understand, like Gun Devil, super scared of the Gun Devil, or like darkness, like that would be one of the more powerful devils. Like people have been afraid for the of the dark for forever. Yeah, it does seem weird later when you find out Chainsaw Man has weird special powers, but at least yeah. nobody knows why that is. Well, and I sort of got the idea that Chainsaw Man is also drawing power from the fact that the devils themselves are afraid of him. Yeah. Like that, that was kind of my pet theory of like, so the devils are drawing power from people being afraid of him and Chainsaw Man is drawing power from the fact that the devils are afraid of him. Are you reading the current Chainsaw Man, Kevin? I'm not. Uh, I recommend it. It's still pretty good. But the plot is following another person who makes a deal with the devil and not Denji. Denji's like a side character. Okay. Uh, but this person is the war devil, and their goal is to make Chainsaw Man regurgitate the nuclear weapons devil so that <laughs> nuclear <laughs> weapons can be a thing again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Which is pretty good. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, I, I don't know. Rereading it made me... Like, I always like Chainsaw Man for its ideas, but its base humor and such sometimes dragged it down early on i actually really liked it i don't know if you remember me commenting no, on I, that i but. also liked it but i think it was like around chapter 20 ish that it, we were kind of like this is getting a little old and then it's it it like weaned off of it like almost like even the author was like no nah, that's a bit too much let's let's pace it back a little bit we can still have base humor but it's like not just slapping you in the face like their base. I, I get it. I, I think the problem is Power and Denji feeding off each other. Yeah. Because Denji is still very much that way in the modern chapters of Chainsaw Man, but it's not nearly as grating because yep. it's just Denji. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on Chainsaw Man? I mean, you're probably no. watching the anime, but if you're not, go read it. There's a reason everybody likes it. Yeah, it's it's good. And so uh, uh, I'll add the anime to the list whenever the hell I get around to it. Yeah. Anything else you want to say on Chainsaw Man, Kevin? Nope. All right. Next week, to continue Turkey Carving Month, we are going to read Food Wars Volume 1, and my perfect, beautiful waifu, Erina, is going to show up and be mean to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, Soma. There is no turkey in Volume 1, though. Is there turkey in all of Food Wars? I feel like surely there must be. I, there's got to but... be somebody that makes a turkey at some point. But I can't think of it. Turkey is not can't... Italian. Turkey's not Italian. Or French. Or, or French. So there actually might... No, I'm almost certain the game chick that from the dorm makes turkey at some point mm, you you're probably right but is that an anime only thing because the anime does a lot more with those characters maybe until then our opening theme is fighting against one's will by midair machine our closing theme is a psychic fistfight by tom w emirate other music on the show is by spectacular sound productions and our album art is by kate wind on DeviantArt. www.lastpodcast.com is our website where you can check out my other podcasts it's a gundam and last time on video games it's a Gundam is just about to start working or going through Gundam Build Divers, which is very fun and very different. And if you like shipping and shonen boys like I do, you should give that a listen. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. 